hour of our death. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So today in our diocese, we call today, which is the second Sunday of Advent, we call it the Diocesan Day of Vocations. We've been praying nine days for vocations, um, and a vocation is, comes from the Latin word, which means to call. And so all of us are being called to holiness, and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But mostly today, we do pray for more vocations, that men and women will courageously answer the calling of God uh, to not only have a, a, a holy marriage, but also to enter into priesthood, to enter into religious life. Our first reading was done by one of our seminarians. The second reading was done by one of our Chaldean sisters. Our seminarian, Matthew, is doing the perma. And we're just all, this is our day of vocations, to really celebrate what God has given to the church and still wants to bring more of even from this, uh, this congregation here, more callings to religious life. And so today we're just asking God through this Mass to boldly say yes to Jesus and to God and to the Holy Spirit uh, like Mary did today. So that's really what we're praying for today. Again, the word vocation. What does the word vocation mean? The word vocation is a Latin word which means to call. And so Mary was called today. She was called and she was called by the Father was called by the Father to be who? To be the mother of Jesus, his son. And so this was Mary's calling. And I think sometimes we underestimate and we downplay this calling. You know, we see it in the movies or we just remember, or we remember the nativity scene and it all looks really nice and cute. And, you know, yes, God, you know, she probably had butterflies in her stomach. Yes, God, whatever you say, I can't wait. Oh, you give me butterflies in my... St-. That's, that's Hollywood. Okay, that's theatrics. Let's be real about her calling. Let's talk about the specifics about Mary's calling, right? We downplay and we make it cute, but at the end of the day, there was really nothing cute about Mary's calling. Mary's calling could have caused her her life. She could have died because of her calling from God. What do I mean by that? It's Jewish law that if you're pregnant before marriage, you can be stoned to death. Again, we put flowers around this calling, but in reality, we forget the logistics. We forget the reality of her calling. It would have cost her her life. She had to go and tell Joseph, her husband, that, she, that this, this, uh, the person she was going to marry, that she was pregnant. That was going to cause her a lot of fear and anxiety. Again, telling her parents at 12 or 13 years old, Mom, Dad, guess what? I'm pregnant, but it's not from a man. What? What are you talking about? Imagine that conversation, how that had to go. They could have disowned her. They could have sent her away because of that calling. Again, Jewish law said that she could have been stoned to death being banned and rejected from your community. A lot of not pretty things happen with this calling. And what's her response? Her response is one of very beautiful response. Behold, for I am the handmaid of the Lord. Let it be done to me according to your word. That in the midst of my fears, God, in the midst of my anxieties, in the midst of this uncertainty, let your will be done. Yes, this is going to hurt. Yes, this is going to cause me a lot of pain, a lot of agony, a lot of embarrassment, humiliation, fear. But God, I am your handmaid. From your hands I was created. And if I'm your handmaid and you created me from your hands, then that means you will get me through this. And I don't know about you, but I wonder, and we've had to think ourselves, wow, I wish I could boldly say yes to God. And what he called Mary to do. I wish I can say yes to God. Yes, God, I am your handmaid. Let your will be done in my life. And actually, it would be unfair if God did not give us the same power that he gave Mary to say yes to everyday life. 
Again, we think that she's on this pedestal, and yes, Mary is the, is the highest in, in heaven. She's above all the saints, under, of course, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. But Mary is the highest in heaven. We just think that her yes was, yes, so quick, so easy. But again, in reality, we could think, I want to do that. I want to be bold. I want to be bold in a world that's not very bold right now. I want to be able to say yes to God the way that Mary did in day-to-day stuff. And the good news is, it would be unfair if God didn't give us that same power. And brothers and sisters, God has given us that same exact power that he gave Mary to be able to say yes in the ordinary things and in the life-giving things throughout our day. How? Mary says, in the midst, right? Mary was a human being. In her humanity, she experienced fear and confusion with her calling. She experienced fear because the angel says, do not be afraid. Why would he say, don't be afraid if she wasn't scared? So in the midst of her fear and also in the midst of her confusion, she says, how can this be since I've had no relations with a man? And the answer comes. And that answer is our answer of how we can be bold with God and say yes to God. The answer is, the angel says, the Holy Spirit will come upon you and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Basically, Mary, as impossible as this seems, the Holy Spirit's with you. The Holy Spirit is going to guide you. And that's why she was able to say yes. And brothers and sisters, when we receive the Holy Spirit at our baptism, we receive the same power that Mary had to say yes to God and to be bold. To be leaders and not followers. God is not cheap. God is so very generous. Fortitude. When we were baptized, we received seven gifts of the Holy Spirit. One of those gifts is called fortitude. Fortitude is something we received at baptism. It is fortitude which gives us the strength to say yes to God when it comes to our vocation, our calling. Like Mary said yes to God when God called her to be the mother of God. Again, we could say she had a special power. She had the Holy Spirit. We have the Holy Spirit. Mary had fortitude. We have fortitude. And so in our primary vocation, we have a primary vocation and a secondary vocation. We have a primary call in life that we're all called to, and we have a secondary call. Our primary call for all of us is the universal call to holiness. All of us, whether you're married, whether you're single, whether you're a young little child, whether you're older, whether you're a priest, whether you're a nun, we all have a primary vocation. Our number one vocation in life is to be holy, is to get to heaven, is to become saints. We're all called to that. Not just the maserat and the priest and... No. All of us have that calling. God is calling every single person here to be a saint, to get to heaven. We all have a secondary vocation as well. Our secondary vocation could be marriage, it could be priesthood, it could be religious life, to be a nun or a consecrated virgin. So all of us have a call. If fortitude is a gift of the Holy Spirit, which helps us in our primary vocation, which is to be holy, to become saints, to get to heaven, and our secondary vocation, marriage, religious life, then there is an evil spirit which will be the opposite of fortitude. If fortitude is what allows us to say, I don't understand this, I don't get it, and I need help to be able to get through this calling that God's calling me, this more than courage, this fortitude, what do you think would be the opposite of fortitude? What do you guys think? What would be the opposite of this Holy Spirit gift of fortitude? What would you think would be the opposite of it? No guesses? We're in trouble. What do you think? Um, so, so, um, 
What? To do stuff by yourself, so to be independent, still something else. So courage, is fortitude is more than courage. It's a gift of the Holy Spirit. What would be the opposite? That's a gift of the evil spirit. That would not allow us to say yes to God. Fear. Fear is the opposite. Fear, this internal fear which paralyzes me, Mary had fear. But it didn't paralyze her from saying yes to God. It did not paralyze her to say yes to God. And so when we're experiencing fear in our lives, we need to ask ourselves and we need to ask the Holy Spirit for fortitude to say yes to God. In our primary vocation, again, to be holy, to become saints, to get to heaven, fortitude is practiced every single day in the ordinary hidden ways that we face sufferings and obstacles. When we say no to comfort and yes to greatness, that's what Mary did. She said no to being comfortable. I'm a 13, 14-year-old girl. I just want to stay in Nazareth. I don't want this calling. God, go call somebody else. I want to remain comfortable. That's fear. That's paralyzing fear. Fortitude says, I'm called to greatness. And brothers and sisters, we're called to greatness. We're called to be great. She wasn't a priest or a nun, Mary. Right? She was not a priest or a nun. She was a wife. She was a daughter of God. And she lived out her primary vocation with fortitude, and so can we. Again, we're all called to do what Mary did. And the big things and the small things to say yes to God. Fortitude, again, is perseverance in times of difficulty. When I'm feeling difficulty, I stop and I say, Holy Spirit, give me fortitude. I have fear in this difficulty that I'm going through. Fortitude gives us strength to pursue what is good. It's not easy to choose what's good. Just yesterday, I heard about a couple who got married and had a flowerless wedding. That's fortitude, brothers and sisters. I'm not canonizing the couple. But anybody who says, I'm going to go against the mold, and my primary vocation, right, individually, they're called to holiness. Now in their marriage, they said no to $25,000 of, of, of flowers to a wedding. That is called a fortitude. That is the fortitude. That's the Holy Spirit working. That's bold. That's something. That's a clear indication to me, somebody who could say, you know what, this $25,000 that we're going to spend on X for our wedding, we can give that away to charity. And that's what they did. Now, the evil spirit will say, don't do that. The evil spirit will say, don't do that. People are going to talk about you. They're going to think you're cheap. If our primary vocation is to be holy and to get to heaven and I'm in tune with the Holy Spirit and now I get married, then the Holy Spirit is going to say, take that holiness into your marriage. That's fortitude, brothers and sisters. That's fortitude to say, I don't care what you do. This is what I'm going to do. Fortitude gives us the strength to resist temptations. Fortitude helps us overcome obstacles in the moral life. Fortitude helps us face our fears. Again, fear says, don't speak up. Fortitude says, speak up. Your family member is acting out. And this is very dangerous and reckless. Fear, fear to defend the church. People we go to school with, people we work with, people we live with are putting down your church. Forget me. Don't defend me. Defend your church. Fear to go against the culture. Again, this couple went against the culture. That's what fortitude does. They could have been paralyzed in fear. We're going to do what everyone else does. We're going to step up though. And they stepped up. Fortitude is not the absence of fear, but that God is greater than the fear. 
So that's for our primary vocation and also in regards to our secondary vocation. As I said, this couple that I keep referring to, right? They took this into their secondary vocation. If I'm trying right now to be holy as a single person, I'm going to take that into my marriage or I'm going to take that into my priesthood or, or religious life. It starts now. So again, even to regards to our secondary vocation, our marriage is non-priesthood. The devil feeds us lies to instill fear in our hearts from living out and finding out our secondary vocation. The devil will say, you're not good enough to get married. You're not pretty enough to get married. You are not smart enough and no family will want you. So we chase money and cars and careers and look at all these assets that I have. Am I good enough now for this family? Right, the devil will say, you don't have what it takes, right? You, a priest, are you serious? Do you remember what you just confessed last week? The devil will feed, lie, feed lies and say, you, a priest, you're not holy enough. You, a priest, your parents will disown you if you join their religious life, if you become a nun. So, brothers and sisters, there are men and women that are sitting here right now being called by God to live and step up their marriage to the next level of holiness, and there's men and women that are sitting here right now who are being called to be priests and nuns. But we are paralyzed in fear and we say no to God. God wants us to live the most abundant life possible. And we say no to God. And when we say no to God, we're saying no to greatness. And parents, I have to say this because I've said it before and I'll say it again, is you get in the way of what your, your children want sometimes when it comes to the religious life. Parents, you'll stand in front of God one day and God will say, I was calling your son to do something great with his life. And you wanted grandkids and you wanted status for your son. And you said no to his calling. He was going to be like Mary. Or mother and father, I was calling your daughter to enter religious life, and you say, what a, you told her, what a waste of that life. These, these nuns sit in a room all day and pray amongst four walls. What a waste. I heard that. You're going to sit in a room and pray amongst four walls? You're wasting your life, is what I was told. Parents, get out of the way. Parents, let your children do what God is calling them to do. Don't be a stumbling block. Because our, our, we are called to something holy. And you may not understand your child's calling, but get out of the way and let God do what God needs to do. So again, brothers and sisters, when we're feeling fear, which seeks to paralyze us from saying yes to God, maybe God is calling me to have another child. Maybe God is asking me to downsize my home. Maybe God is asking me to not get into a business which is shady. Yes, God. But God, I have fear. Come Holy Spirit and give me fortitude. Those seven words will be the words which will allow us to do great things in our lives and change the world. So brothers and sisters, the word vocation comes from the Latin word to call. And today we hear about Mary's vocation, her calling to be the mother of God. It was through the Holy Spirit and the gift of fortitude, which is the opposite of fear, given to Mary to be able to say yes to her vocation. And we too are given the same gift of fortitude when we were baptized and therefore can say yes boldly to God as well when he is calling us in our primary and our secondary vocations. Many of us will come forward to receive the Lord Jesus Christ in the most holy Eucharist. What will Jesus find in your soul? A soul paralyzed by fear, therefore saying yes to comfort and no to greatness. 
Or will God find a soul? Will Jesus find a soul filled with fortitude because they call upon the Holy Spirit every day and therefore saying yes to greatness and no to comfort like the Blessed Virgin Mary did? Brothers and sisters, we have a life-changing decision to make. Be the saint that God called you to be and set this world on fire. Amen? Amen. Amen.